This episode is brought to you by McDonald's. Not sure you've heard of them. <laughs> Up and coming uh, little restaurant, but they're making it. They're the little engine that could. You know, the moment of bliss when you spot your fries being scooped into the carton and suddenly time slows down. I have that all the time. I love their fries. Oh, yeah. yes. McDonald's fries hit different when they're free. That's another thing I'll tell you. And when they belong to your friends, there's no better feeling than thinking you're out of fries and then you discover extra fries at the bottom of your bag or else my son still hasn't finished his fries yeah. and I'm done with mine. And uh, he used to be weaker than me so I could just take them. Yeah. Now I can't because he's stronger than me. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no wrong way to eat McDonald's fries, but we all think our way is the best way. And I like stealing them from someone else. That's my favorite <laughs> way. Get your favorite McDonald's fries today. McDonald's, check them out sometime. They're everywhere. Noom uses the latest in proven behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good. Noom builds personal plans that can meet an individual's needs, takes into account dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs to build a plan that works for you. Through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching, their platform has helped millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. I think a lot of intelligence has gone into the whole Noom system. They really think about how humans live, how they think, what their psychology is, and it's all been used to help people control their weight. So stay focused on what's important to you with the Noom psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's Noom, N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen for 100 Healthy and Delicious Recipes to Promote Better. Living available to buy now, wherever books are sold. Conan O'Brien needs a fan. Want to talk to Conan? Visit teamcoco.com slash call Conan. Okay, let's get started. Henry, welcome to Conan O'Brien needs a fan. Hello there, everybody. What's the crack? Ah, what's the crack? <laughs> what's the crack? <laughs> what's the crack? I've what? never heard that. That's sort of, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Henry, but what's the crack means? What's the scuttlebutt? What are, what are you oh. guys talking about? What's the gossip, the hot goss? Is that right? Exactly. What's the scuttlebutt? That's exactly what we mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's, 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 scuttlebutt <laughs> is an ancient Greek term. Uh, Henry, your name is Henry. What's your last name, Henry? Henry Duhan. And where are you coming to us from? I'm calling from County Donegal in the northwest of Ireland. Oh, mm. God bless you, sir. God bless you. It's nice to talk to you. Uh, tell me oh, tell me a little bit about, uh, I'm just, I'm fascinated. Uh, you've probably heard me talk about this, but uh, my, my people have been in the United States for over 100 years, but I am still genetically 100% Irish. Gross. Uh, <laughs> which is disgusting if you really get into it. I'm with you on this uh, one, Shona. <laughs> Now, tell me, Henry, um, but I think to myself all the time, there are people in Ireland who are a quarter Spanish or half French or they've got some belt. What about you? What's your story? Well, as you can see, <laughs> I am probably I'm as pale as yourself. Um, <laughs> as uh, I think Bill Hicks once said, we uh, we have like if people in America have lovely tan skin and white teeth. We have tan teeth and white skin here. <laughs> uh, and so, so, God bless Bill so, Hicks. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I am. Um, I'm pretty much. Um, I think I'm a hundred percent Irish, like yourself. And I think oh. you're probably one of our. You're you're our best guy. Oh, I don't know about. I I don't know. I think it's a. Uh, it's a. It's a terrible burden to bear to be a hundred percent Irish. Uh, do you have crazy nightmares? I do. I feel like I'm somewhat insane. 
you yeah, must, do you find that it's a burden being 100% Irish? Uh, do you know what? You could be worse things in fairness, you know. It's, uh, you know, you, you know we've got, we're lucky enough to have a lot of whiskey to try and drown them sorrows. Are you suggesting <laughs> there's like a form of Irish nightmare that's distinct only to the Irish or something? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Huh. Yeah, the bar is always closed. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But you bring up a good point, Henry. There are many worse things. I can't think of any at the time. But uh, I'm sure there are. And I, and I like your attitude. You have a very positive attitude, Henry. Well, I'm very, very positive today. Usually, usually I'm a, I'm a, a very cynical and a, a annoyed person. But today I'm on cloud nine today speaking with yourselves. Oh, oh that's so nice. Henry, do you, uh, have you been listening to the podcast or are you a fan? Oh, here, look at this. See this thing behind me there? Yeah. That is their original Nick Littleton Taney stuntman costume from your show. Oh, that's from a Late sketch. Night. That's a sketch we did oh many God. years ago. That Dimitri, was, yeah, that Dimitri was... Martin did it. It was a very funny sketch. Yeah. You yeah. bought that? Yeah. My wife bought it for me. Yeah. So my, when you uh, were finishing up with Late Night, I believe yeah. you kind of uh, auctioned off a lot of. Uh, I don't your, think I did, by the way. <laughs> I don't think I did. I, yeah. I think you have that ill. I think someone was selling shit at NBC, but it was not me. So uh, yeah. I'm glad that your wife got it, and I'm glad that it went to a real fan. But no. Yeah. Well, I'm very sorry. Yeah, and bloody hell, it was it cost a pretty penny as well for something that's been in the attic for for about ten years now. Oh man, uh, yeah. I I I really want to investigate this now because someone at NBC way back in 2009 <laughs> said, "Well, Conan's leaving. Let's uh, let's sell all of his stuff and keep everything. and keep the money." And I have some ideas as to who it might have been. <laughs> Do you know what the worst thing is? She, she also bet, uh, she bought me a night with Andy Richter as well for some reason as well. Oh, you know? trust me, you will not regret it. You will yeah, not regret I'll it. Yeah. I've but, never, uh, no, I'm, uh, I've never been I'm held OG. more tenderly in my entire life, Henry, than my night he with Andy Richter. Very, he looks very cuddly. No, I, I was going to say no. I'm uh, one of your OG fans, I believe, from back in the back in the. Oh, day. did you? Well, you're a young lad. You must have. Did you grow up watching the late night show? I grew. Yeah, I'm, I was a teen. Like, so in Ireland here, we don't have uh, NBC the same as yourselves there. Right. So. So, so full disclosure, the way it came to Scrover you was uh, back then I used to watch it on satellite TV. Yep. And my brother em emigrated to America and he didn't pay, pay the satellite bill. Uh -huh. So we had no other channels to watch but MSNBC or something <laughs> from Germany. Yep. So I discovered your show from that. Oh, that's right. They oh, re-ran us for a while on MSNBC, I think. Or that's CNBC, right. so, one uh, of those. One of those. So I had the choice of watching yourself or going to Mass on Saturday night. So oh. it was... You know, that's, you know, a, that's, a, <laughs> that's a crossroads for him. That is a dirty crossroads. You know what I love, Henry? I love that you basically just said, I, as a teenager, I watched you because I had little to no choice. <laughs> that's like a well, Greek a tragedy where you got to choose to go between the island with the monsters and the whirlpool. <laughs> it's really, no, I know, but I, but I will say, I will say, Henry, I don't care how I get fans the fact that you basically were forced to watch, uh, that works for me too. As long as you we yeah. got you in the tent, I'm happy. I know, absolutely. You know what? I could have couldn't have been a better default fan than Finn McCone O'Brien fan. It was fantastic. <laughs> well, uh, tell me a little bit, uh, what do you do, Henry? What's your what's your livelihood? Oh, well, I am very, very lucky. I run my own business. It's Donegaltourguide.ie and I am a tour guide and I Drive people around Donegal every day, showing them all of the lovely country, uh, countryside. So you just say, there's uh, a green shrub. There's another one. There's some really green <laughs> grass. 
There's a guy with a hat standing by the side of the road with a shovel. There's more green grass. What are you showing them? Well, Donegal is like the most beautiful county. Gorgeous. Here, I don't want to ostracized from from the other 31 counties here in the country but uh no it's a beautiful beautiful spot here um it's uh it's uh the fourth largest county we've got 1200 kilometers well over 1200 kilometers coastline and it's also known as uh, the forgotten county of ireland so uh people hasn't been a lot of uh, visitors coming here in the in the past few years so um wow now we've been henry it really must be beautiful and special if everyone in ireland forgot about it <laughs> Here, that was an earth ball. Oh, a... it's so special. <laughs> really? Yeah, everyone forgot. <laughs> well, we say that is because we are kind of like the poor cousins. We have no infrastructure coming up here. Uh, there's no motorways in the gap, and we're bordered by Northern Ireland as well. So beautiful. Yeah, even mm-hmm. though the rest of the country they forget about us, but you know what? We don't. You know, we're we're okay with that. Can you show me on that it's map that's behind you where you are? Can you just point on a map sure. to where you are right now? Okay. Do you mind? Yeah, bear with me. We're right up here. This is Donegal up here. Right oh, up there you go. Okay. Oh, wow. That's near where my family from in uh, in Magrafelt in Northern Ireland. You just said that's where my oh, family yeah. from. That's where my family from. <laughs> Apparently not Me that long there. ago. <laughs> my he, family from. Yeah. He emigrated eight minutes ago. <laughs> my family from there. My family from there. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, we're we're the, yeah. So your guys are in Northern Ireland, but we're in the Republic here. But yeah, we'll hold that against so, so you. Let me let me ask I don't you, blame you. Let me ask you something, uh, Henry. What kind of tour guide are you? Are do you are you pretty serious or do you keep it light? Well, I learned everything I did from tour guiding from yourself. Oh, you know, what? Because, no. Well, yeah. I have yeah, bad news yeah. for you, Henry. I am not a tour guide. <laughs> yeah. This so, uh, no. a new meaning to the term <laughs> forgotten. Yeah. Perhaps, uh... You see, you see, like you have people coming on every night for maybe 30 minutes or to, yep, to talk yep. to i have a captive audience for about eight hours a day mm-hmm. and i get to talk and tell all my own jokes and then at the end of the day when they've given me a positive review i give them back their luggage and they're free to go ah. <laughs> that's a good tip i used to do that yeah. with my audiences at the late night show <laughs> i used to confiscate yeah. all their phones and wallets before the show and if they didn't laugh they didn't get them back so that's it worked out very nicely yeah. You would love this. You would love tour guiding with him. I think I, I would. I think yeah. I would be. How do you think I'd be as a Donegal tour guide? Um, Conan, for real, you'd be the best because it all is. It's all about ad libbing and improvising and everything. And like, you know, you're the king of that. Like, you know. So well, that's uh, nice of you to like, say. I don't know, but and but, I'll, I'll tell you this: nothing humbles me more than the times I've been to Ireland because I think I'm a pretty funny person, and then I'll get into a taxi cab and. The driver's much funnier than I am. It just it just runs yeah. in the water there. So that's a compliment. We don't from take you. ourselves too seriously here. That's the main thing. Everybody likes to, you know, you, you don't be too high on a pedestal before we take, take you down. And oh no, it's just I know. On the same. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. But, uh, that is exactly how my brothers and sisters operate, and uh, and my family. It's always you can't start to think you're something because they'll take you right down. Absolutely. And that's the thing, like, you know, you know your self-deprecating humor, that's that's like m- myself and so many other people uh, have kind of emulated your kind of sense of humor. Oh, and, that's, that's nice. You know, may, you know maybe it hasn't done us too well. You know, <laughs> oh, hey, <laughs> wait, Henry, are you saying that I've ruined Ireland? <laughs> there it is, well, finally. <laughs> I, I I just I just know that I'm a tour guide now.
You know, Scotty's cares about the environment and has strong values they stand behind. Plus, Scotty's facial tissues are super soft, strong and absorbent, and easy on the wallet. Whether you've got allergies or just a case of the sniffles, stock up on Scotty's facial tissues so you can stop wiping your nose on your sleeve. Isn't that disgusting when people do that, Sona? I just don't like that. No, I don't like it either. I like I like to wipe my nose on your sleeve, oh, but that's... not my sleeve. Yeah. Well, my sleeve is made of Scotty's tissues, so that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. That's a very cool fashion statement. Hey, and stop offering guests toilet paper to blow their nose into. That's disgusting. Hand them a Scotty's facial tissue instead. You can find Scotty's facial tissues that come in beautiful box designs. Put one in every room. Why not make your guest feel like a king or queen? Hmm. If someone offers me a tissue, sometimes people say to me, Conan, would you like a tissue? I say, is it Scotty's? And if it's not, I just swat it away. Oh, okay. Scotty's is better at what counts. For more information, visit scottysfacial.com. You know, it's incredible to have the flexibility to work in all sorts of places, whether it's taking video calls from the park or emailing large files while you're grocery shopping. Sona, this is good for you. Is it? Because you're always doing whatever work you do for me from fun locations. But I like blaming it on not having reception. I know, but you can't do that here. Working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network, which is why you should check out T-Mobile, Sona. Okay. Then you got no excuses. They're America's largest and fastest 5G network. With T-Mobile, you'll be covered in more places with the 5G speed you need for your life on the go. Plus, they also cover more highway miles with 5G than anybody else. Check it out if you don't believe me. Hey, Blay, you've got T-Mobile, right? I do. I was actually just up in the woods in Idlewild. It was fantastic for the weekend. And uh, my T-Mobile didn't miss it. My T-Mobile phone didn't miss it. You know, I wouldn't think you'd need a cell phone because you speak so loudly into a microphone. (laughs) Well, I had to look some stuff up. Just take it. Just take it down. I didn't know what brunch was. I can hear him. When the restaurant's open for brunch. Okay. uh, So I used uh, my T-Mobile coverage to check out brunch. That's all right. Anyway, wherever you are, you know, take it from the loudspeaking Blay. If you're on the go, you want to be in the know, you want to make the show. What? Uh, T-Mobile. Okay. That's the one for you. That was I should weird. have rhymed it with go. Anyway, <laughs> find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. Fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds, according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data Q3 2023. C5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. in today's Sona, I was thinking about just how much has changed over the years. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, we were all dancing the jitterbug and the Watusi. Okay. And then you grow up now and there's mosh pits and everything's gone <laughs> cuckoo. There's this new thing called rap. I don't know what's happening anymore. But guess what? In a world full of change, there's one thing that hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. The great taste of Miller Lite. Are you with me on oh, this? Oh, yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah, and you know, another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. Yeah. I hate a filling beer. When I have a filling beer, I just want to sit down in a beanbag chair for six days, but not oh. with Miller Lite. So what's the best thing about the original light beer? Mm-hmm. Back in 1975, the big debate in America was what's more important, that it it's less filling, Miller Lite, or it tastes great. Yeah. The cool thing is when we all realized it's both. Okay. It's less filling and it tastes great. Yeah, right. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Miller Lite keeps it simple. 
undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and it's less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Conan. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Yeah. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. If most people are being honest, no one really knows what you do for work, right? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, especially if you're in a what I like to call B2B. Oh, you know? what, what is that? I'll explain. Okay. That's a business doing business with other businesses. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I call it B2B. It's a little thing. It's also, uh, it's a boy band I'm working on. <laughs> anyway, fortunately, LinkedIn has a network of professionals who get what you do, and you can reach the right people who matter most to your company because they're LinkedIn. Yeah. That's what they do. Yeah. LinkedIn has over, this is the fun part to say, one billion members. Are you serious? Yeah. That's not that's more people than are on Earth because there are people on the moon using it and Saturn. <laughs> that's one over one billion members on its platform, including 70 million decision makers. God, I'd like to meet a decision maker. Since LinkedIn members are regularly updating their work history, you can precisely build a target audience by job title, industry, company, and more. Man, you can reach the right people for your, I'm going to say it again, B2B business with LinkedIn ads. Yeah. Gets even better because LinkedIn will give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Hmm. There you go. Just go to linkedin.com slash Team Coco to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash Team Coco. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. My problem, Henry, is if I were a tour, tour guide uh, and I went along with you, I'm quite certain I wouldn't take the time to learn anything. I'd make it up. And it would just be a bunch of lies. It would be, as you people say, shite. Here. Don't give away our trade secrets because that <laughs> is a lot of it, you know. Yeah. You see, the, the key is you get them out of the car before they realize. And the worst thing to have is Google because once people start Googling and find out the truth, uh, then you're in trouble. But yeah. yeah, it's a lot of making it up as you go along. Yeah, I meant to go this road, even though it's a dead end. That's the way you do it. Just make so, it up on the fly. Henry, tell me a little bit about your life. Uh, you you uh, you married? Are you in a relationship? What's happening? Yeah, I've been married to Leanne, my lovely wife, there for since 2009. I've got three lovely kids who are all sleeping there soundly right now at the minute. Harrison, Vreda and John. And wow. they're the best kids you could ask for. They're lovely. And uh, yeah, thankfully, they've all been... They've been all been sent to bed with duct tape over their mouths tonight for this recording. You know? That's an that's so a, anyway. that's a strange custom you have, Henry. Uh, and it had nothing to do with you interviewing here, did it? Uh, it's just what you do every no, night. It's just, it's hey, just time night, for the like, duct you know? tape. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, and and your wife is she supportive of your humor? She is very long-suffering wife because um as you know the whole night every, every day when i'm not working it's all about bits and doing joke having jokes and yes, like just yes. making fun all the time and the poor woman has nowhere else to go that's the problem <laughs> like so she, well guess what i think your them. wife should talk to my wife because <laughs> I'd, I'd say that liza yeah liza um god bless her she's sticking with me and she's a wonderful mother and a great wife 
but there are times where I'm doing my bits, my shtick, running my mouth in the kitchen yeah. about nonsense, and she says, you've got to take this outside. You've yeah, got to go outside and do this with a squirrel because I can't take this anymore. Yeah. Well, I, when I first met my wife there, um, the first thing I said to her, a few things I said to her, I said, she went to, she was going to pick me up, or, or sorry, we we're going to go for a date. And she mm -hmm. said, what time could you pick me up? And I said, well, I can't drive. Couldn't drive a car back then. Mm -hmm. and she was like, you can't drive. And I said, you'd be surprised by the amount of things that I can't do. So that was a full disclosure. <laughs> But Henry, here's what I love about that. You've got to be honest up front. You need to tell her that. There are a lot of people who would think, well, I'll lie. Um, I'll bluff my way through this. I'll say, I can't drive tonight because I had my eyes dilated by the optometrist. <laughs> You'll have to do it tonight. And then quickly go and figure out a way to get a license on the side. But no, <laughs> you, 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 uh, you put it out there. You put the truth out there. And that's what yeah, I did with uh, my wife. What? I decided on our first date that I was going to just be as foolish as I could possibly be. And if she made it through that night, then I'd be okay. Oops. And she yeah, left, well, left me. The rest. Uh, but then I met someone else who became my wife. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, no, it's all full disclosure. The best thing you can do is honesty up front, no BS at all. That's the best way to do it. And that's the way I run my tours. I just like to tell everybody as it is. And, you know, back, back to that again, when I came back after a good few tours and I threw the money down the table and my wife said my god i can't believe we found something that you're good at <laughs> do you tell your passengers that you still don't have a license <laughs> here they're they're gone before they find out okay. yeah yeah they're just you're riding you're driving the double-decker bus through the countryside and you say by the way i don't have a license uh well it's uh you sound i mean i first of all i'd take a tour from you any day you seem yeah. like you'd be a terrific tour guide well i want to say um i'm Yourself, Sona and Matt, you're more, I'd be a pleasure to tour you around Donegal. Next time you come to Ireland, I, I expect you to come here and I will drive you around. <laughs> well, I have a couple of quick questions. Uh, what are you going to show me that's the coolest thing you're going to show me yeah. on this tour? Well, probably you'll want to see Schlieve Lee Cliffs, which are the highest accessible sea cliffs in Europe. Mm -hmm. They're here in Donegal. You'll want to go up to the most northerly point, Malinhead, where they filmed Star Wars Episode Seven. Okay. Wait, <laughs> wait a minute! Oh Carl's about to yes. lose his mind. What did they, What did they film there? Star Wars Episodes uh, Eight. Sorry, Eight. Oh, oh, eight. Uh, so is this like last... where, like when Luke and uh, Ray are kind of getting to know each other? Exactly. So yeah, yeah that up uh, at the planet Act Two, I believe it's yeah, called. Yeah, you're right. You where they got that, porgs. Matt, yeah. 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 So, yes, that's exactly. Okay. Well, I'll just continue on if you don't mind. So and and <laughs> what's the name of this place? <laughs> Melonhead. Oh, Melonhead was my nickname in high school. <laughs> so that's why I'd like. I thought for a second, someone who knew me in high school named a, a point after me. Hey, Melonhead, oh. get over here. <laughs> um. Wow, that's incredible. Uh, did you get to hang around the set while they were shooting the Star Wars installment? Uh, no, you don't want me anywhere near somewhere that should be professional at all. Oh. Mm -hmm. uh, Got yeah. it. Wow, Henry, um, you and I have a lot in common. I'm banned yeah. from most movie sets throughout the world. so And theaters. Well, that's for a different reason. Okay. <laughs> that was considered... Uh, <laughs> That was considered a perversion. That's a little different. Come on. I was wearing a raincoat. Oh, <laughs> don't any... go with it. No, we're good. We oh, got it. It used to be a good raincoat. Anyway. Conan, can I ask you a quick question? Yes. Is it about the raincoat? Because yes. it can stand up no, on its own. Well, no, no, no. Here, my my mother on. will be watching this, okay? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry about that. I'll, no. I'll clean it up, Henry. Apologize. Yeah. No, uh, listen there. So you... 
as you know, self-deprecating humor, you always run yourself down. And that's the way I would have always run my kind of, as I say, comedy to nobody, yep. you know, uh, when I would be talking. <laughs> sure, about. yeah. How do you then, trans- like, you know, go from running yourself down to then trying to have a serious conversation? Say you had a plumber in your house yep. uh, who was doing a bad job and you had to try and explain to him, no, I want it done a certain way, but he knows you've been, like, wearing a dress or dress as a cow the night before that. Right, TV. right, right. How do you kind of... Well, uh, whenever a plumber comes, I am in a dress just to try and, you know, catch his interest. Um, but I will say... It's a whole different... Shooting a little movie there. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, With the raincoat. Yeah. No, Henry, it's a good question. I am very bad at confrontation. So I'm not very good at telling people, you know, it's interesting, and this is true, I'm being serious with you, uh, for, for just a moment, I'll be candid. I uh, am not very good at telling someone who's doing some work for me that I would prefer it done a different way, or someone cooking for me or anything like that. I'm, I'm not good at that, and I'll probably hold my tongue and uh, let them ruin my, my sink or my disposal or my bathtub, whatever they're working on. Where I am able to tell people my mind is in comedy. So there I feel, I don't know what it is, but I'm very able to say, nope, nope, it needs to be slower, and then this needs to speed up, and then this has to happen. But that's the one area of my life where I'm very comfortable speaking my mind, uh, and my writers will will attest that that's true. So um, Yeah, I, I always felt like, you know, um, when you're making fun of yourself, other people then like to jump on you and pile on you and using your own jokes against you yeah, yeah. to run you down it even happens more. sometimes, like, sure, yeah. yeah. And, and then like, I just, uh, you know, it's funny because sometimes when you're doing self-deprecating humor, other people pick up on it, and so they don't even know you that well, but they walk up to you and say, yeah. uh, hey, you're a piece of shit, right? <laughs> Isn't that funny? I don't think and, that's related. I think that's <laughs> well, then why did you say it? <laughs> well, because you're a piece of shit. Okay. Uh, but anyway, I know I know what you mean, Henry, but for yeah. the most part, people understand where you're coming from, which is, I do have some self-worth. So not a yeah. lot, but I do have some. <laughs> and um, the humor just, it's just, I, I didn't choose that sense of humor. That's just who I was. And I, and that may come from being so Irish. I do think it is yeah. something that we do. Not all Irish people. Some are very happy to be blowhards, but it was yeah. very, uh, in, very much in my blood to have fun at my own yeah. expense. And sometimes that's just as a defense mechanism against the tall poppies. I wanna make fun of myself before anybody else cuts me down. So there's many yeah. psychological reasons. It all goes back to Ireland. Yes, yes, that's the way. Well, uh, do you know what's a? It's nice to hear that you feel you feel it as well because uh, you know it's something that you know. I know we don't have the same type of audience when I'm talking to my friends in a pub or something like that. But, but it is the same. You know, I'm telling you, yeah. it is the same. I don't think about it as being a big audience or when I, all those years I did my show or this podcast. I don't think of in terms of a large scale of people listening. I never have thought about it that way. I, I uh, try to make people laugh the way I do one-on-one if I were in a pub. That, it's the same, it's exactly the same. There just happens to be a microphone here and some, some cameras and there's a bunch of people that listen to it, but it is really no different. Scale doesn't change it. It doesn't change it at all. It really, if you and I hung out in a pub, you'd find me just as annoying in person <laughs> as I am on a podcast. I promise you that. Well, 
Well, I'd love to find out for myself to see how annoying you are because I think I out annoy you any day. I think. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, it's it's on. Off. Hey, man, Henry, it's on. It is on. <laughs> well, and I'm going to win. Very good. I'm going to win. Uh, Henry, a real delight talking to you. You seem like a very nice, funny guy. You have a great spirit, and uh, I'm very happy that you you've you've found your your niche. You've found what you love to do, and you've got this great family. Yeah, thank you very much. I just before I go, I just want to say once again now uh, to yourself and to everybody and on late night. As mm-hmm. I know you've got done so many things, but online now on on YouTube and everything, everybody can find a community very easily. Yeah, and away back in the nineties, you know, sometimes you felt like you're on your own. Yeah, and for there's a whole generation of us who discovered like there's people with the same comedy tastes and the same kind of. Felt like they're on the fringes of society. Yep, and yep. Uh, I just want to say thank you very much for all the years. Well, that you Henry, that means a, that means a lot to me that you said that. And you're funny in a pre-internet era. Uh, it was it was fun to light this little fire on a on a lone what felt like a lonely hill, and then find out later that other people were uh, were watching it and and digging it. So um, I just said digging it, and mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I'm I'm not old enough to say that. Well, I'm quite old. Uh, so Henry. Thank you so much. I hope our paths cross someday. And uh, just just great to meet you, really. A real pleasure. Uh, oh, it's been my all my pleasure. Thank you so much for the opportunity. And I look forward to see you all in Donegal when you come over for a tour, OK? OK, <laughs> a, a, yeah, a stream of bullshit from you. Yeah. <laughs> Take okay. care. Thank Bye. you very much, guys. Thank you. Bye. Conan O'Brien needs a fan. With Conan O'Brien, Sonam Obsessian, and Matt Gourley. Produced by me, Matt Gourley. Executive produced by Adam Sachs, Nick Leal, and Jeff Ross at Team Coco, and Colin Anderson and Cody Fisher at Earwolf. Incidental music by Jimmy Vivino. Supervising producer, Aaron Blair. Associate talent producer, Jennifer Samples. Associate producers, Sean Doherty and Lisa Berm. Engineering by Eduardo Perez. Please rate, review, and subscribe to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. This has been a Team Coco production in association with Earwolf. Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch, it's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix.